We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. One of the players that Cleveland wants is Crawford, and in their system, he is one of the best projected players in the system, and they're not giving up Justin Crawford. I mean, they've talked about Rojas. I don't care about Rojas, but Crawford is the key in that whole thing, and they have spoken to Cleveland about Class A. Well, that's a name. Howard Eskin this morning on the morning show. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas shows you. So Howard was on with the Richie today and we've had Howard on a bus last few weeks and he keeps saying they're going to make another move, right? Yeah. We've asked about Bellinger. We've asked about Jordan Montgomery. Those guys are free agents. So Howard kind of out of nowhere today brought up Emmanuel Classe, who is the closer Hugh for the Cleveland guardians. He's a good pitcher. He's young. What's interesting about him is he's already re-signed to a pretty, uh, I'd say, contract. but it's it's pretty reasonable for yeah. a good pitcher. He only talking makes talking about the trade to, if you wanted to trade for him. Yeah, yeah, so he's he's under contract. I think it's for at least two more years. But then there's options that are still kind of cheap. So he's he's a bargain for as good as he is. But Howard there said that that they want Justin Crawford, who's the Phillies. I would say their second best prospect after Painter. I mean this this kid. He's uh, Carl Crawford's son. who used to be an MLB All Star. Hit three thirty last year as a nineteen year old across two levels. That's a big price to pay. This guy's really good, this relief pitcher. But I don't, I don't know if I want to give up a prospect that good right now. Yeah, and when you talk about the Phillies and what they've been able to do is what I kind of want the Eagles to do is try to, try to build from within. That's the way that you sustain yourself, by letting your young guys come up and letting them play and giving them opportunities. So, yeah, I'm with you on this one, Joe. Don't want to make that move. Uh, look, I, if they could get Emmanuel Classe, I'm excited for the idea of it. But that I, I agree with Howard this on this. The price is too high. It's a very big price. And he, because he's resigned for so many years, I get why they're asking for that. Because you're getting him for you know two to four years if you pick up options. He would help this bullpen. I mean, there's no question about that. He. Then the last two years, what do you have? Forty-four and forty-two saves. He's he's a legitimate all-star closer. He's been an all-star each of the last two years. He was a rookie of the year before that, and was fifth in rookie of the year. So I mean, this guy's a pretty star relief pitcher in baseball. He would make this bullpen better. I do think they could use another arm, but I I like Justin Crawford. I think he's got a chance to be a a star for the Phillies down the line. I'm out on this, even though I like Class A. Kyle, when you hear the idea from Howard there. 
where are you on it? Would you uh, would you cash in a big chip for a young all star closer? So I guess the baseball equivalent of F them picks is F them prospects. It has to be yep. F them prospects, dude. Them this prospects. is a World Series window, and I'm doing everything that I can to maximize the window mm. that we're in. I don't know what shelf life we have with off injured Bryce Harper, Zach Wheeler into his 30s, and all that. Like this team is built to win right now, so I really couldn't care less about Justin Crawford. I don't even know if Justin Crawford's going to be any good. So I would definitely trade him to get a better closer on this. So team. I hear you on that, but at some point there's has to be a next wave of Phillies, doesn't there? I mean, at some point, at some point, Zach Wheeler is going to be 37, and Aaron Nola is going to be 35, and Bryce Harper is going to be 35, and Trey Turner is going to be 36. Like you know, all along the two. At some point, there has to be the next wave of their best players. This kid was a first round pick a couple years ago. He's like, when I think of their future, Andrew Painter and this kid, that feels like their future. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree, and that's what I'm talking about, Joe. That's the same thing when I talk about how the Phillies organization has been built and the other teams the way that they need to be built. you got to build with those young guys, man. You can't trade away young prospects. You can't do that. Now, look, I, if you're giving me a different deal and they could get Emmanuel Classe, like I'm I'm excited for the player. That, that I'm with Howard on this, and I haven't been with Howard often lately. I mean, Howard's usually wrong on these kind of things. Yeah, I think he's right on this. That is too steep a price. For a relief pitcher. All right. a lot of agreement with Howard this week, man. Are, I you, know. are you okay? Well, I think Howard was agreeing with me. I mean, I've, I've been, oh, okay. no, I mean, I, I'm agreeing with him on this. I think he was with me that like the Niners are favored for a reason in the Super Bowl. They're probably going to win the game. Were they last year, too? They well, the or, I'm Chiefs. sorry, were they, were the Eagles favored in last year's they Super Bowl were, for a reason, yeah, too? Yes. Okay. But that, and they outplayed them for most of the game. They didn't but win, but they outplayed lost. them. And I, 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 I remember, you know, you have to remind everyone what happened. Of course I do. We know what happened. They lost the game. All right, our, our Twitter question today, sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. On the anniversary of the Eagles Super Bowl Parade, which are the Eagles closer to right now? Another parade or a rebuild? 63% on parade. And how should the Sixers approach to today's trade deadline? 59% wanted them to go all in. Well, that's going to mean more than just Buddy here. We'll go to Elliot at the news desk in a couple minutes. Ron in Monco's up. Hey, Ron. Yo, Joe. Ron. Yo. Yo, how you doing? Yo, guys, I got a stalker. I got a stalker. That I seems like a problem, Ron. It, it is a problem. I think he's actually in your in your studio, too. Which one of us would be would be the stalker? It's the, it's the young one with squeaky voice. Huh? It's, I know him by his voice. One with a squeaky voice, Quinn. But how, why is he? How do you, how do you think he's stalking? When, what are you when, talking about? when did my voice get squeaky? By the way, yeah, I don't, I, I don't it's think it's a squeaky not, voice. I'm not quite sure I hear that, Ron. But how is how is Kyle? How is Kyle stalking you? Probably by well, listening to the radio station I work at. Oh, Crazy concept. They're a pack of wolves down Over there. Over two, Ron. Something. Yo. So, anyways, Joe, let me ask you something. How do you feel about our starting rotation? I would like one more pitcher. Uh, that's all. Yeah, I mean, how many more do you, am I going to get? I'm going to get three. Okay, I would like one no, more. You're right. You're uh, so right. I got okay. I got Wheeler, who's great. I ha- I have Nola, who's good. I yeah, have I have Suarez, who I like, but we, you know we'll see. We got to see if he can get through yeah, a full right. season. I, jury's out on him. Yeah, I don't like Walker, but I'm stuck with him. And Sanchez, I'm not sure on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me wheel back to that kid Crawford. What position does he play? Center field. Okay. Well, we don't, we know we need a center fielder. Okay. So he, when when do you think he's ready to come up? A year, another year, another two? What? Year or two? I mean, he was drafted at a high school okay. two years ago. He's he's twenty years old now. He's a kid. Okay. All right. So if you don't if you don't get another starter, a quality starter, okay, then you're not going to trade him to get a closer because this this rotation is not going to get it done. 
and the bullpen's not going to get it done. Okay, they're not going to do it. All right, if they don't do something drastic with it, would you agree with that? I have questions. I think, look, it could be a good well, rotation. if you have questions before first spring training even starts, then the answer would be Well, yes, Ron, he, my issue is more that. It's it's the depth behind it. I mean, holy moly. They, well, well, there you have Kobe, it. Kobe, Aller, Dylan Covey. I, I'm with you. They need another start. It's a good rotation, but it's thin. Thin. Okay, let's 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 rewind. Okay. Let's rewind back to our our, our our dying moments last uh, last fall. Okay, you remember what the remember what the uh, the coach did? His ring of circle. There was no more uh, a circle of trust. Okay, that means all the pitchers that he didn't trust, which was over three quarters of them. Okay, sat on the bench because he didn't trust any of them. Like Walker, he didn't want to put him in. He refused Walker, to put him in. All of, all of them. You had three pitchers. You had Hoffman, you had Longhair, and then you had the, the, the ponytail, the one that we just chucked, that, that, that threw out the, he threw him out there Campbell. two days in a row to lose the, lose the series. So is okay. Longhair Strom, is Longhair Strom and Ponytails Kimbrell? Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. okay, that's what it boils down to. Those three starters are what he tried to ride through the end because he didn't trust any of the other ones. In fact, your starter, your ace, had to come in and, and be embarrassed to close the final game. Okay? So, if you don't think... I'm just curious, Jeff, because me and you are usually on the same page with baseball. And I'm telling you right now, they ain't got enough. And I'm telling you, when it happens again, I'm going to tear new you-know-whats to everybody down in that station. Okay? Because if you can't see it, and you, because you don't know it, you know... And oh, I like that line. If you can't see it, you don't know it. I'm stealing that. that. That's a good line, Ron. I'm using that one. Yeah, well, if you can't see it, you don't know it. And, and the thing of it is, these kids, okay, like, uh, 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 who, oh, Jesus. Sanchez. Quinn is one of them. He just made the Oh, you mean the people I don't here. Care, yeah. I don't care about this super stud prospect we got out in center field. We're to, we're to win right now. Well, we are to win right now. But if you don't put the other pieces around – you're not. You're gonna blow that. You're gonna blow that pick right out the out the window, and and Seltzer's the same way. He doesn't get it. He Seltzer's a stack. He's stat boy. He he doesn't get it. Wow, Seltzer doesn't get many uh, shots on our show. That, that no, that's no, a new one. Comes, well, that's, grenade, he, that's how he likes. That's how he likes to justify his thinking. He goes to the stat box. Okay, and what's he what's he say? Oh, they don't. I said we don't have anybody. That, you got one pitcher that goes maybe seven innings. Okay, your second pitcher. Okay, Nola. who led home runs by a Nola? Star? Nola had too many home okay. runs. And Ron, I, we we get it. I mean, I heard Seltzer this morning. I I was listening just like Kyle. Can, I, can I, you get more miserable than, than Ron? I, and I guess that means we're stalking. So the one point Seltzer, and that this might is that the first time a caller rips Seltzer on our show? I think that that might be yeah, Elliot. That doesn't happen it. very often. Yeah, I, I do this show every Saturday with James. Obviously, do the podcast yeah, with James and. I can maybe count on one hand in five years the amount of time Seltzer's caught heat. So that's I know it's rare. I mean, Seltzer and Ron were going back and forth this morning. Though. I mean, he Schlitzy. Yes, yeah, Schlitzy doesn't get much. Heat. I forgot about I don't, the Schlitzy. I don't get why people get so worked up about stats. Like, where do they think the stats come from? The alternate games they're not watching. Like, yeah, they're like made Ron, up. Yeah, exactly. Like people like LEU stats all the time. Like, well, the stats come from the games that you're using. I think your a lot eye of times for. because stats. Sometimes you can make stats make them. You could twist them and contort them. In yeah. a way to make you can do the same thing, thing you know with the saying? eye test. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, facts, <laughs> facts a lot of times cut arguments out by the legs. Like, for instance, Ron talking about how they don't go seven innings when one, nobody in baseball really goes more than seven innings anymore. Ron, yes. this isn't the 1970s. Yes. So, you know, catch up with, with the times. And plus, 
The Philly starters go. I'm pretty sure they went more innings than any other rotation in baseball. They did, and that was Seltzer's point. Now, my yeah. counter and why I, I see Ron's point, and I would like another pitcher, Montgomery or whatever, is Taiwan Walker goes seven every time. When you when you give up four in the first inning, it hits yes. less. It's less impressive. I, I think the rotation. Like I, I want another piece, but Ron calls in and acts like the the sky's fall. Like the Phillies are screwed. The rotation stink. Like. Come on, man. It doesn't stink. I think it's a little thin. And I also think, and I mentioned this yesterday, we, we're we very excited Nola's back, and we keep forgetting the Aaron Nola that we watched for three quarters of last season. What kind of Nola are we getting this year? Bounce back Nola? Good Bounce Nola? back. You said it's, the, like, it's a year. It's, he goes every other year, Every right? other year. So it's the bounce back year. He's I like, had a little rough year. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that's going to last forever, this up and down thing. I mean, maybe it does. I mean, that'd be great if he had a good year. I just – I. I I'd like another starting pitcher or just another pitcher. And that's why, obviously, Howard's point this morning on a bullpen guy or a starter. Interesting one. 215-592-9494. All right, let's go to Elliot at the breaking news and trade desk today. NBA trade deadline in an hour, uh, a little less than two hours now, hour and 45 minutes. Elliot, so we know the Sixers made a couple moves today. Anything else going on big picture NBA? I saw the Knicks did something. Yeah, here. so an hour 45 to go before the dead deadline. After a flurry of moves this morning, uh, it's definitely quieted. It feels like the silence is almost deafening, mm. like so- something something's going to happen. Um, the Sixers obviously acquired Buddy Heald. They've traded out Marcus Morris, Furkan Kirk. Korkmaz and uh, Daniel House. So they have two empty roster spots right now. Around the league, I mean, you you mentioned the Knicks have been very active. They acquired Alex Burke and Bojan Bogdanovic from from the Detroit Pistons. So they've added to, I mean, a roster that has been red hot recently. But no major big names moved yet. Obviously, Deontay Murray is one that is still... Uh, believed to be on the block. He's actually practicing at Temple right now. So, you know, he doesn't uh, doesn't have to go far to get to uh, to Philadelphia. Oh, because the Hawks are here The Hawks next. are here tomorrow, yeah. yes. Yeah. I was, I was just, like, why is he here? Yeah, I mean, I'm a Temple out, but, you know, I don't think he's just there for fun. I think he's there for work. But So I wonder if anything else big will happen, not just Sixers, but the NBA. So Murray probably going to be the next, if there's one more big name to move? If the, Unless there's a surprising yeah. name. Like, again, I, we talked about him earlier. I don't think he's going to be traded, but Paul George is someone that they've been trying to sign to a contract, haven't hasn't not done yet. So maybe that's uh, one name to watch. But the one thing that all the NBA insiders are saying is, Daryl Morey is very active. Like he, he has been the most active GM in the league in terms of trying to make deals. We know he loves to trade for star players. And as active as he's been today in making two trades, no first-round picks traded. So still has all his first-round picks, still has Tobias Harris. Um, there's still salary that can be traded. Covington is still on the roster. So he still has some major pieces he could move in the next hour and uh, 45. Yeah, I, I also wonder, the big teams, like the teams near the top of the conference has been relatively quiet. Gordon yeah. Hayward went to the Thunder, yep. but you know he had, he's late in his career now. But Boston, Cleveland, Milwaukee, top three in the East, didn't do much. And then the West, uh, Hayward to Oklahoma City, but Minnesota and Denver, and, and even the Clippers, because they're right there, pretty quiet. Yeah, and uh, of other note, uh, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and Andre Drummond were all at uh, Chicago Bulls shoot-around, which started about, I believe, 25 minutes ago. So those are three names that have been rumored to be on the move. The Sixers have been very heavily linked to backup center, still haven't made a move there. Uh, Kelly Olynyk um, got traded earlier today, so he's obviously off the market for the Sixers. So Andre Drummond is a name to keep uh, an eye on. Do we expect another move from Maury? Do you expect anything else, or do you think he's done? Uh, I think he has to probably try to make another move. I would try to make another move. You, what did you say? Um, DeJounte Murray is still out there, right? Still, still out there, yeah. Still so, out there. Try to yep. figure out if you can try to get him here, maybe. L.A., do you expect another Murray move? 
I think so. Again, they have all their first-round picks. They still have Tobias Harris. They still have Robert Covington. Um, they have a lot of tradable assets left, and this is this is their last chance. Buddy Heald is a good addition, and if you sign Kyle Lowry after the deadline, maybe he's able to kind of revitalize his career in Philadelphia. But they have not done enough yet on really either end. I know you want them to punt on the year, but like they have a chance still this year. And to go out and only add Buddy Heald, I think would be a disappointing uh, deadline. Yeah, I I do think they'll do one more thing. It's straight, I, I, probably a big, probably a guy like Andre Drummond or someone similar. Let's go to Rick in Easton. What's up, Rick? Yes, gentlemen. You know, being a 20-year club seat holder, I really hope that we're closer to a parade than we are to a rebuild. But my biggest concern is we just made a failed head coach in the last seven games of the year. A failed manager was promoted to the CEO of the head of the coaches. You don't usually see too many successful businesses promote a manager that had a bad year to a CEO front office position. My biggest concern is that eye test, the last seven weeks, guys, everybody on that roster, except for Devontae and Cox, who probably won't be here, all shut down like they were unrecognizable. It's great to have a young roster, but where's their spine? Where's their heart? They all shut down collectively together. So when we say we had a roster that went to the Super Bowl, that was the same roster that totally melted down the last seven weeks. Coaching is one thing, I get it, but the players totally looked like they were disinterested. And let's talk, stop talking about the Super Bowl roster because that's not around anymore. No, it's not. It's it's a different roster. And Rick, the, of all the games that stand out, I mean, obviously the playoff game was like the end and and the wor- and the worst one because it it was the final part of the season. But that Cardinal game at home is where I like what you're saying. They looked on defense, just they got pushed around by a you bad know, Gannon, team. You know, Gannon. You know, Gannon said to his sideline, you almost could see what he was saying. Guys, we're going to kick an onside kick, even if we don't get it. And they get the ball on our side of the 50, they're going to go for a field goal. We're going to score a touchdown and win this game. It almost looked like that team was so confident. And that's where really the wheels fell off. And I'm just really concerned about what are we going to do in game one, game two, game three? Is this roster going to be able to rally around what happened last year? So I think the Cardinals game is an an interesting one to bring up because I think there's actually, in in a weird way, like, the reason to be optimistic for next year. Because the Cardinals game, the offense was really good, right? I think they scored on six or seven possessions or something like that. The issue was they couldn't get the ball because the defense was so bad. I agree from a coaching perspective, and the Eagles obviously agree, the defense was terrible last year, especially after they made the change of coordinator. If they can get the defense back to just serviceable and the offense plays like they did against Arizona, like they'll be a, they'll be I, a, I a one or two ate, seed. I even ate crow in my section when... We had the ball with a minute and a half left. I said, well, let's go see our two-minute drill once again. And you know what? They had a great two-minute drill to end that first half. And my whole section was saying, now what do you got to say? I mean, it was like everything was like maybe they're riding the ship now. And then they, I never saw a team have a second-half meltdown like they did. It just, it's just incredible. But my only concern is, you know, we can't forget Dallas has a very talented roster. Green Bay is young and hungry. San Fran and Detroit may not go away. I want to see this offense do one thing and one thing only. Please 
use the middle of the field and stay away from the sidelines with Devontae and A.J. if A.J.'s head is into it next year. Well, especially, at least more, Rick. I don't mind them going towards the sidelines. Rick, we appreciate it. But, yeah, more. I mean, some of the numbers out there about – and. I know we're going back to stats again. Not everyone likes stats. Right. They didn't use the middle of the field very often at all. It's, you know, you could go find how often, but it's but a it, small percentage. So the issue I have with that, though, is, and I guess we'll go to stats again. If you Uh-oh. look at the middle of the field, he threw there almost exactly the same amount of times or close to it as he did in 2022. Just wasn't it, as successful? It, it, I think it was mostly just as successful. The main issue they had on offense was the turnovers. Like, they moved the ball on offense last year, and they still finished seventh in points per game. The problem was when the, that they had a lot of drives end with turning the ball over, and that, that's a big deal when you talk about points and, you know, like winning games. So the turnovers are a major problem for sure. But the middle of the field thing, A, I don't think that's a coaching thing. I think Jalen doesn't really love to throw it over the middle of the field. But if you look at 2023 to 2022, it was very similar. Well, I think I agree with you on the Jalen thing. I think it's part of it because he's short and he can't see over the line. He's got to move. I think, I think it's just there was easier. A, a play against Tampa to throw the outside. The long pass to Devontae. Do you remember the long, uh, it was probably the only good offensive yeah, play of the game? Yeah. If you look at it, he has a perfectly clean pl- uh, pocket. He's sitting there. Devontae's going down. He's open. He moves to the left so he's not uh, behind Landon Dickerson anymore, and then he throws it. So I do think just as much as we put this on coaching, I think the middle of the field is a Jalen thing as well. It used to be with Russell Wilson, too. I think there's something to their stature that they move, and they mm-hmm. and then it's just easier to see on the outside than it is you know, over the line of, over the line of scrimmage and the offensive line. But 215-592-9494. All right, we'll get to everyone's phone calls. We'll have a final update. NBA trade deadline. It's at 3 o'clock. So we have um, the afternoon show coming up after us. They will react right up to the deadline. And today, it's not just Jack and Ike. We have Spike in as well. Spike Eskin joining Spike. the afternoon show uh, as they get ramped up for their new show. Do we have a name for that show yet? Is it Ike and Company? Did you guys hear that yesterday? Is that the, is that the name? Do we have an official I name? I like that name, Ike and Company. What do you guys think of Ike and Company as the name of the show? Mm. I heard it yesterday. Eh. Eh? What about uh, Ike, Spike, and a dash of Fritz? Isn't yeah. that the... It's just it's a little wordy, it's a lot, isn't it? A, yeah, that's a little, little lot, of, lot going on. Ike yeah. and Friends sounds really good. Ike and Friends, Ike yeah. and Company, yeah. I can, yeah. I like either of them. I think there's something to that. They're Ike coming and Spike. up. Well, what about Jack? Damn, Jack. <laughs> Ike <laughs> no, and Spike just, sounds good too. It does. It's just like Ike, Spike, and Jack is good. Ike, Spike, and Jack in the Ike afternoons. Ike and Spike, yeah. I can. I mean, I can. Uh, Spike makes Ike the first most. Is what we. Uh, we I think agree. that's pretty yeah. established. This point. Yep. All right. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety for your phone calls. Elliot will update us on what's going on six with the trade deadline and Eagles. It's been six years since the parade. Six years ago today. Are they close to a rebuild or another parade? Plus, we got to check in our old buddy Doc Rivers off to a roaring start. One and four in Milwaukee. You got to hear this excuse soundbite from Doc Dax So what's going on with him. That's up next, right in the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. And let's talk about my friends over at FanDuel. Of course, football fans, FanDuel is in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Has the perfect way for everyone to get in on Super Bowl 58 action with a no-sweat, same-game parlay. But when you bet Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets like the money line and point spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. I'll be on touchdown scores. Give me both tight ends and each running back to score touchdowns. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your same game parlay doesn't win. So start building your own or just bet a popular same game parlay pre-built for you in America's number one sportsbook. I really like 
the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, just, you know, the Utah game, you, you kind of knew, you know, altitude, back-to-back. Um, I mean, the, the, whoever scheduled a Dallas-Utah have never been on an airplane in their life, you know, uh, or no time zones, you know. So that was just a tough one. We knew that. Um, I guarantee you when they looked at that before the year started, they were like, this this was going to be a brutal game for us. Uh, end of a trip, legs, you can just see it. We've got a lot of injuries. Right now, so guys are playing more extended minutes. I think that's probably, and you know what? They're playing harder on defense. This is a scheduled loss. Doc Rivers, our old buddy, now with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, that was a whole lot. That was a mouthful. That was 25 seconds of excuses. He's one and four as the Bucks coach, and he blamed the schedule makers for never flying anywhere. He blamed their back to backs. He, he also blamed that they're trying hard. You pick up on that? We're playing hard on defense, so that therefore we're going to lose more because we're more tired. What do you make all that? That was a lot. Like <laughs> I think I think Doc has been in this game long enough to know that excuses. Those dogs don't hunt, and the less you say will be probably be- put yourself in a better situation because that was just a lot to stomach. That's a lot. That's a hard pill to swallow. You guys miss Doc around here? You miss Doc? I I mean, as a talk show host, Elliot, I I miss Doc a little bit because that's for the yeah. content. That's good content right there. You know, I think normally when you see a tweet of a of a quote, it doesn't give it justice or all those things. Like the tweet is actually better than hearing the audio. Like when he lists it all off, it really sounds uh 
Major excuse making. Oh my gosh, it's awful. And it's not just one game. Like, because every coach does that once in a while. Like, hey, we were really shorthanded tonight. We were at a back to back. It just it, it that it just didn't sound right the way that he presented all of that. Well, because oh, we he flew made, and it was tired. Everybody's playing hard. Yeah, that's not. He made an excuse for a week plus of you losses. Can't excuse five games. <laughs> See, but, like, but that, that you heard right there is exactly why the Sixers shouldn't punt on the season. Like if you look at the Eastern Conference, because it's the they're Celtics above them for sure. But the Bucks are in a free fall, and I, we all know Doc's playoff track record. The Knicks, OG Ananobi is dealing with some type of injury, and who knows if the Cavs are legit. Like as we sit here with you know an hour and a half to go, the East is wide open, or at the very least, it's not like a power conference. Like if they go out and make a major deal between now and the deadline, and Embiid comes back, like. It's a very winnable uh, thing to get to the finals. So I agree with your premise that it's not a power conference. However, the Celtics are really good. Yeah, but the Sixers almost beat the Celtics last year. And the Sixers are worse now. As of right now. Let's yeah. see at 3 o'clock. Joel Embiid is coming back, and we're yes. going to get somebody. Yeah, you guys. You and, are, and are they worse? I mean, they have a better head coach, right? If Embiid's healthy, I think Embiid's been better this year than he was last year. Maxie's better than he was last year. They don't have Harden, for sure, but Harden was... You know, a zero in a few of those games. But he also was a hero in two of those games. True. Are the Celtics better than last year? I think they're about the same. They're really good. Eh, I don't know. I mean, they I lost the Marcus Smart. Coaching. Yeah, the coaching edge goes too. to coaching. And coaching might have lost him the series last year. The Celtics went to two big men. Doc had no kind of counterpunch there. And again, if Melton makes a three, they're probably in the conference fine. They might have a ring right now. Yeah. We want to be honest. but Well, I don't think they were in the title last year. If, if if they beat the Celtics, you don't think they beat the Heat? Uh, no, no, I don't. I mean, I thought then they would, but after watching it play out, I don't think they would have. And I understand why you guys want to go for it. I just, I think in a week and a half, they're going to be in the seventh spot in the playoffs. It's tough for me to... I agree. If they don't make a trade, you're right. But if they go out and make, and, and they add like significant players in the next hour and a half, they, they don't have to be. They don't have to be, but that could come at the expense of the future. 215-592-9494. We'll do a final check with Elliot on the news desk. What's going on? NBA trade deadline at 3 o'clock today. We know Buddy Heald is here. Daniel House is out. And it sounds like Kyle Lowry could be in as a buyout candidate. All right, let's go back to the phones here. Wow, so we, we actually, sorry, might have some, some breaking news here. Got? Now, this is according to Pat Beverly's podcast. He just tweeted out. Why? Well, I, I buy that. Pat Beverly to the Milwaukee Bucks. So, again, not, not reported by any NBA insider yet. Oh, we got rid of Pat Bev? Pat Bev to the Milwaukee Bucks, according to the Pat Bev pod, which and, you would you know expect has a pretty good source on that. Feel like he would know if he was traded. Um, okay, what do we make of that? That I think it's terrible. Okay, so, but here's... Yeah, I kind of like Pat Bev. I, do li- I like Pat Bev a lot. I- I've always liked him. Do how, Are we running into a s- spot where they have too many guards? So they have Maxi, right? Melton's coming back at some point soon. They just, Maybe this means Lowry's coming. That's in. what I mean. They traded yeah. for Buddy Heald, and then yeah. in, and then we think that Kyle Lowry's coming in. I did have this thought like an hour ago, like how many guards are they really going to put on the roster? But I didn't think they'd move off Pat Bev. No, Pat Bev has been one of the key players for the team this year, both from a on the court, you know what he's done as the veteran point guard, but also off the court. Like I think this is a major blow to the Sixers locker room. Well, was it the game in Denver um, that Joel didn't play in the? Yeah, cause? he was awesome in that game. And he was wasn't the, you see the clip where he was basically like coaching up? Was it Paul Reed? It might have been a different game, but there was a, a moment recently. Yeah, it was, it was the the, the Denver, Denver game. game. Yeah, yeah, where he was basically coaching Reed how to go around the screen. I mean. He, I, I always I looked at Bev on this team. He was like a half of a player, but also, also a coach. Yeah, half yeah. a coach. And I liked him. I, I liked his hustle. I liked his defense. He for the seemed most to part. like yeah. it here in Philadelphia yeah, too. Yeah, he did. He, he kind of endeared yeah. himself to the city. With Again, may, maybe it's you know the they're trolling or something. But well, well, he's they, saying. He's so saying, the other part is he's going where to the Milwaukee Bucks. So they're gonna have to face him. It, yes. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a real chance if they move through the first round that they'll see the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, I'm shaking in fear of having to see Pat Beverly face the Sixers. Pat Bev guarding Tyrese Maxey, he probably does a good job on him. It's a good defender. I'm sorry, I'm not like I'm not looking at facing the Bucks and saying, "Uh oh, they have Pat Bev." Like no. they also have Giannis and Dame. Like I, I, get I think it. that's he's you know, not a needle mover, but he's all. he's a solid role solid player. player. Look, very, very I, solid. I, the Sixers right, need the dog today? more than the Bucks do. Better player today, Kyle Lowry or Pat Bev? Oh, it's not even close. Pat, Pat Beverly is, is way better than Kyle Lowry. It's Pat Bev, but I think what Pat Beverly really adds to this team is like the mentality. So, like, I think that's more of a loss for the Sixers than it is a gain for the Bucs. I'm not worried about him being with the Bucs now. So, this is such a shocking move that you wonder if something is coming. Like, they have they have three open roster spaces now, depending on what they're, they're getting back from Milwaukee. Like, with an hour and a half to go, trading Pat Beverly, you must be really sure, A, that you're getting Kyle Lowry and he's not cooked, or something is happening between now and, and 3 o'clock. Yeah, you got some other moves that... You want to make? Yeah, I, I agree with that. It certainly could be more as what's happening. All right, two one five five nine two nine four nine for your reaction. Everything six or so far. So, buddy healed in. They moved off of Morris. They moved off of Corkmaz. Some second round picks out. Daniel House is out along with a second round pick. Sounds like Pat Bev is out and maybe Kyle Lowry in. So so far, we're about three and a half hours into the show. What's the net gain so far? The net gain is Buddy Healed and maybe Kyle maybe, Lowry. Yeah, that's it. You guys feel good about what Daryl Morris doing here? Well, we no, got this we is going got awful. Three out, three open spots though, right? So yeah, no, not re- not right now. Clock's ticking though. Yeah, they're gonna pull off something. You gotta pull off something. You got enough people now, so you gotta do something. You guys trust Maury? I'm yes. not, I'm not in a trust era. If Maury, they don't make it. a move between now and three o'clock, the season's over. He's a fraud. Pat Buddy Hield is a good addition and it'll help, but it's not enough. Especially you lose, uh, you lost Furkan, you've mm-hmm. lost Pat Bev. Uh, Marcus Morris, you know, while not a great player, was playing somewhat meaningful minutes for this team, like. They, the team is worse right now than they were, at, you know, at the beginning of the day. Like I like Buddy Heal, but until Kyle Lowry's here, they've lost a lot of dog today, guys. I mean, they Woj lost Pat Bev. Woj just confirmed Pat Bev. Pat Bev's Did gone? say for what? Did not say for what? Hmm, they're opening up roster spots. All right, we got uh, all the eyes and ears on this. We'll bring it to you as something happens. Let's talk to Lou, who is in Delco. Lou's on WIP. What's up, Lou? Lou? Hey, how you guys doing today? Hey, Lou. Hello. Hey, I'm a long-time listener, 35 years, and uh, first-time caller. So, well, Lou, we appreciate it, man. What, what are you feeling today? <laughs> man, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Just exhausted. Remember, I'm the Joker. So, uh, the Sixers, right? The Sixers, I don't watch too much uh, basketball. I uh, was not really good at basketball, therefore it doesn't interest me. However, it interests my father. And my father just seems to think that the uh, Sixers are, are kind of stuck. You know, they're just... Uh, no matter really what they do, they're dependent on Embiid. And, uh, you know, they go as Embiid goes, much the way that the Eagles go, I guess, is uh, the defense and Jalen Hurts goes. So, Well, Lou, I agree uh, with your dad. I, I think the Sixers are stuck in a way because they are dependent on Embiid and he's never available or at least not available enough and at his best in the big moments. And that 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 makes it a difficult thing. Lou, just we got some breaking news here. Hold on, Lou. So we have the details of the Patrick Beverly okay. trade. So it got? is not a joke. He's being traded to Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee is acquiring Patrick Beverly from the Sixers in exchange for campaign and a second round pick. I always kind of liked campaign. So campaign this year is playing 15 minutes, six points. Uh, he's shooting 39% from three mm-hmm. on about three pointers. Uh, sorry, about three three pointers a game. So maybe it breaks even. But again, like Patrick Beverly was a major part of this locker room, major part of the team. I, I don't like to trade is my initial reaction. Does campaign have uh, more time on his contract or is he another expiring? That, uh, that, we'll I, wonder if, you I wonder if they think he's part of next year's team uh, and they're thinking big I would picture. guess not. 
Yeah, so far it just feels like uh, campaign is a free agent at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, so Maurice yeah, should so have just reshuffled yeah. the deck here. But Dumping I don't think bread. reshuffling Pat Bev again. If we want to talk about whether off the court stuff or locker room culture and all those things, mm. campaign might be a great guy. You know, he might bring some of the similar things. But Patrick Beverly was like the heart of that team in some ways. I agree with you. Did they get? You said they got back a pick. They got back a second round pick. So a 2027 second round pick. So they're replenishing what they moved off of two two hours ago, right? Because they moved they moved four first, second round picks today. Now they got one back. Yeah, it just feels like Daryl Morey's just reshuffling things and crossing his fingers here. I mean, I, I hoping for the best. Yeah, n- for nothing new- of significance has happened today. He, I also I can't sit here and say I'm mad at him because he hasn't traded away anything that really matters for the future anyway. It just feels like he's just spinning his wheels. Yeah, I mean, Buddy Heald is probably the best player that's been traded or acquired today involving the Sixers. But he's not a huge difference maker. He can create positives for him. He shoots more threes, all those things. But the Sixers didn't go from a team that was sinking, which is what they are, to a team that can now feel they can tread water. Now, let's go back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly. 